<clears throat> I was uh, I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about tonight, and and then this morning I was talking to a friend, and I forget what we were talking about, but the phrase came to mind because the other day I was listening to a talk. Um, Rick Hansen was teaching a class, and I was watching a video of it. And if you know who Rick Hansen is, he taught, he wrote the book Buddha's Brain, and he's really a great teacher and a neuroscientist. Um, and he was talking about letting go, and he kept saying, you know, if stuff's coming up, just not my problem, not my problem. Just try and go, not my problem. Don't don't take ownership. Don't bring it on. Don't carry it if you if it's not yours. And then I, what it did is it reminded me of a phrase that I love, that I haven't used in a while, but I, I love it. And it's like, not my circus, not my monkeys. You know, not my circus, not my monkeys. It's like it's not my problem. It's not my problem. And I go. That's what I'm going to talk about tonight. Not my circus, not my problem. That's There's a sutta, I think. No, there's not a sutta by that name. But um, last week, I was talking about guarding the sense doors, and which is exactly kind of what we were, the experience we were having during meditation with that, that the people in the other room practicing what they were practicing, that it's the the sound comes in and then the mind immediately, or for some of us, the mind immediately moved into grasping and caring and holding on and massaging in whatever way we massaged it and received it and reacted to it. And the Buddha's, Buddha's teaching is to let go of that stuff. Really be cautious how you absorb things, what you what you receive into your mind, what you listen to, what you read, um, um, what you ingest, what you ingest through any kind of any of your senses, what you think, the thoughts you think, the things you say to yourself. So really guard the sense doors. And the teaching around that, especially if you read any Ajahn Chah, is let it go. Let it go. And and it's not that easy. And I was thinking, it's like, that's when I wish you would have a phrase like, not my circus, not my monkeys. That would just like, you know, it's none of my business. It's not anything I need to pay attention to. And how do I let that go? Because letting go is huge. We, um, you know, we all have that experience of non-involvement, but if we, of like, not my problem, but if we could bring that into our practice of Buddhism. And what I want to do is I want to read something by Ajahn Sumedho. Some of you may have heard of him. He is um, a very senior monk in the Thai forest tradition. He's um, British. Is he American? can't even remember anymore. But he was a abbot of uh, uh, Amravati in the UK for many, many years. He's retired now. And he's really, he's actually the guy who basically said, right now it's like this. That's where we got that from. Um, who, who? It's it's a it's actually a Buddhist idea, but he kind of coined that phrase that we've taken over. And this is this is a, a a writing he has about letting go. He said the practice of letting go is very effective for minds obsessed by compulsive thinking. You simplify your meditation practice down to two words: letting go or let go. 
rather than try to develop this practice and then develop that and achieve this and go into that, understand this and read the suttas and study the Abhidhamma and learn Pali and Sanskrit and the Majamika and the Prajnaparamita, get ordinations in the Hinayana, Vajrayana, Mahayana, write books, become a world-renowned authority on Buddhism. Instead of becoming the world's authority in Buddhism and being invited to international Buddhist conferences, let go, let go let go. I did nothing but this for about two years. Every time I tried to understand or figure things out, I'd say, let go, let go, let go, until the desire would fade out. So I'm making it very simple for you to save you from getting caught in incredible amounts of suffering. There's nothing more sorrowful than having to attend international Buddhist conferences. Some of you might have the desire, desire to become the Buddha of the age radiating love throughout the world. But I, instead, I suggest just being an earthworm, letting go of the desire to radiate love throughout the world. Just be an earthworm who knows only two words. Let go, let go, let go. So you, ours is the lesser vehicle, the Hinayana, the Theravada. So we only have these simple poverty-stricken practices. The important thing in meditation practice is to be constant and resolute in the practice, determined to be awakened, this is not to be conceited or foolish, but resolute, even when the going is rough. Remind yourself of the Buddha, the one who knows of the Dharma, how it is in the Sangha, and stay with letting go of despair, of anguish, letting go of pain and doubt, and everything that arises and passes that we, have habitually, that we habitually cling to and identify with. Keep this letting go like a constant refrain in your mind so it just pops up on your own no matter where you are. Let go, let go, let go. Let go, let go, let go. If it were only so easy. Let go, let go, let go. Um, it, I, you know, I, on one hand, it sounds like a really great idea, but the mind kicks in because when he says, whenever anything comes up, let go. Because when, if you think about it, it's like, yeah, that's good. But for me, the, the little phrase that pops up is, yeah, but. Anybody else have a yeah, but around that? It's like, I can let go, yeah, but I got to figure this out. Yeah, but what happens if that happens? Yeah, but this is the story that's going on. Yeah, but. And that's when the, the, all these other things kick in. And so letting go takes effort. It's like he talks about here. The important thing in, pra in meditation practice and in our practice period is to meditation practice is mindfulness practice. So the important thing in mindfulness and keeping this present time awareness and paying attention to our experience is to be constant and resolute in the practice. Make the effort. Be willing to say, let go, no matter what. Because we're going to stack rank these things. We're going to develop a hierarchy of, I can let go of this, but this I can't let go of. I can let go of that, but over there, that's too important. But this is just a broad stroke, let go of everything. Because Ajahn Chah, another esteemed, um, uh, oh, I didn't, I didn't bring that with me, another esteemed um, monk, in this tradition, um, talks about all we have is right here. All you have is right here. Can you let go of everything that's not right here? 
And I don't mean not make plans. That's not what that means. Like I'm just wandering around, bumping into walls because I'm not paying attention. That's not what that means. Um, (laughs) Just stay in bed. Just don't get out of bed. Let go, let go, let go, let go. I wish, I wish. But it means you, you make plans, but you make plans. How many of you make plans and then worry about the plans and then think you need to massage the plans and then edit the plans and then remake them again? No, you should No, never. Hmm? I'm not yes. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> and then cancel the plans. And then yeah, I, I do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I changed my mind. Some, or something better comes along. And what if? What, oh, is this? Should I do this? Or whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, what? Is this one better? Is that one better? Which one's like, where is it? Are we going to have more fun here or there? Years ago, I mean, I'm talking like 25 years ago, I remember distinctly being in Kmart in Sunland because I used to live in Sunland. And I walked around and I filled, put things in my basket, a little basket. And I, and then, and then I, I looked at my basket and I went and I put them back because I'm like, no, I really don't. And I don't know why. I don't even remember what they were, but it was like, I just like, I shouldn't buy that. I, I, you know, the, the mind just takes over. It's just like moves in and cause that's suffering. That's a, that's, that's like the Buddha's going, yeah, bingo right there. Suffering. You know, I wouldn't describe it as suffering. I would describe it as being prudent or being frugal, but man, the gyrations that I was experiencing in my gut, that was suffering. That's like, I don't know. And how many hours did I waste or hour? You know, it's like nonsense. Just this, uncertainty, this this inability to, this is my story, the inability to decide which which should I do, you know, and, you know, that's how I, that's how I, um, that's where my mind goes, that's my conditioning. Other people may have different types of conditioning, but we get into these, these spaces of trying to figure out things, and it's like, just let go, let go, and then they're like, okay, let go, but yeah, but, what, and it's like, what if I buy it and then I don't want it? And we'll bring it back. Well, what if I've opened it and used some of it? And then I can't bring it back. It's like, stop it. Or, you know, you do something and then you ruminate on it. This is one of the lines that I loved at, um, when Rick Hansen was talking. He was saying, let go, let go, let go. He's like, rumination, toodaloo. It's like, he says toodaloo anymore anyway. It's like, toodaloo, rumination. Where we, we just, just... Just recycle the stuff. Anybody here do that kind of stuff? Yeah, a few of you are shut on in your heads. Yeah, it's like, so that is what he's talking about letting go. That's our conditioning. That's the stuff that is suffering because we cling to ideas or we cling to, th- we cling to things we may not even realize we're clinging to. Like if I had, if you had sat me down and said, why did you have that experience in Kmart? I wouldn't have been able to tell you. I don't know what drives this stuff, but we don't actually have to figure that out either. Can you just let go, let go, let go of the activity and come back, come back, come back to right here? My feet are here. Do I need this? Yes. Do I need that? No. It's something going to be. What? Come back to the present. Come back to the present. And it takes effort. It takes effort of um, staying right here. If you are here, Nothing gets in. Oh, that's what Anjan Shah said. If you are here, if you are present, those things don't get in. 
because you're guarding the sense doors, like I talked about last week. You're paying attention. Oh, that thought's not taking me away. That 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 image is not taking me over there. That that sound is not taking me, you know, to 20 years ago with my that crush I had or whatever it was. If we stay right here, we stay right here. Um, the whole world shows up right here, but we have to stay present. We have to stay with it. What's happening right now? So. Effort is a huge part of this. Not easy. Not easy. And, and I never say, no, you've heard my talk, be done with it. It's, it's not. Because the other thing that this takes is patience. It takes patience. And patience and effort are two of the, the paramis, the qualities that are said to be needed for awakening. You have to develop patience. Effort to just come back, come back, come back, come back, come back. Recognize when you're not present. Recognize when those thoughts are not wholesome. They're not beneficial. Be willing to let go of them. Be willing to let go of the things we hold so dear. Those ideas that we just cherish, even though they're not necessarily really beneficial. Can you let go? In writing, they say, kill your baby. You know What that means is... That, that one piece of in your, in your book or your play or your screenplay, that one scene that is the scene, mm-hmm. that is the one, and the editor's like, that one's got to go. And you're like, no. And it's like, got to dump it. You have to be willing to let go. Even though you think it's just like, this I will never let go. Be cautious of when you, you say the word never. Try never to try never to say never. <laughs> so try try to avoid never, because that's a that's an absolute, and nothing is absolute. Everything is impermanent. Everything changes. So even go you know right now this is really difficult. It's it's not something that I can see happening. This is this is something that I cherish. Um, be willing to have the idea that. You know, maybe someday I'll be able to let it go. Practice that renunciation, because renunciation does not mean becoming a martyr. Renunciation means becoming, being able to see the benefit of letting something go. Oh, the benefit outweighs the, the grieving or the loss. Seeing that if I, if, I, if I stop doing this, you know, if I stop, you know, ruminating on yesterday... I, I free up so much space, and it doesn't. I don't suffer so much. I don't have so much discomfort. I don't berate myself. I don't live in shame or guilt or remorse or whatever it is that's arising for us. If we can just let go and come back to right now. What's arising right now? There's sadness about yesterday. Okay, be with the sadness. Be tender with yourself. Be compassionate towards what your experience is. And it t- so that's the effort and then patience. The trip from the mind to the heart is, it can be years. tight. <coughs> the trip from here to here. Philip Moffat wrote the book, which one is it? I think it's his um, Dance, Dancing with Life, something, I can't remember exactly the title, Dancing with Life. And that's what he talks about, the, 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 the insight. The insight, you have the intellectual understanding of it. Like I'm blathering on and you're going, okay, that sounds good. Um, And then maybe at some point you have the experience, the journey begins, 
or you read the suttas and you read something in a book and you go, okay, I get that. The Buddha says that um, um, suffering is caused by our clinging, our craving for things to be pleasant, getting my will, getting what I want when I want it. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden you are thinking about why you feel like crap and you realize, oh, it's because I can't let go of that idea or that relationship or that job or whatever it is. It's because I'm clinging. So you recognize it in the past. You recognize, oh, that happened because in the past tense. And then you get to the point where you're actually able to let go in the moment when you're, when you're fully present with what's happening and you can just drop it as it's arising rather than, you know, after the fact. So it's a journey. So it takes patience. So if you're struggling with a particular thing, you know, we tend to focus on what doesn't work. We focus on this doesn't work. And we lose sight of all the things that have worked, you know. I've been able to let go of, you know, 99 things, but I'm still focused on this one thing. So we throw the baby out with the bathwater instead of going, no, really, this one is especially challenging. So can you bring patience to it? Patience is only necessary when it's when we're when we don't like what's happening. You know, if we liked what was happening, we wouldn't need patience. So we we, we really make the effort to stay present um, and stay patient, um, and it can recognize that it can be really frustrating. But renunciation is in is in the second uh, second factor, of the eightfold path, intention. We 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 um, set an intention to let go of that which doesn't serve. Trapped in the future, trapped in the past doesn't serve. Being present is, is where we want to be. So <clears throat> developing effort and patience is how we let go. And then you need to identify for yourself what you need to let go of. You know, we all are different. We're all different people in this room. We all have different stories. We all have different things that we struggle with. <clears throat> I'll, 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 I'll throw some out, see if they land. Um, Obsessive thoughts. <laughs> oh, that's a winner. <laughs> yeah, about anything. <laughs> about anything. Yeah, absolutely. Anything can show up and become an obsessive thought. Like, like um, Sumedho talks about in this, his little piece, the desire to become a Buddha, to radiate love all the, around the world. You know, it's, it's a nice thing, but if we're obsessed by it, you know, it's going to cause suffering. Why? None of this stuff should cause this second arrow, third, fourth, fifth arrow, the second, they call it the dart also. Um, stuff. We have a lot of stuff. We have a, we have a lot of stuff. Uh, Marie Kondo has made a career of helping us with our stuff. There was a book that came out a few years ago, and then I guess it was just on Netflix. Somebody was telling me about her special her show she had like a series of six shows if anybody doesn't know who she is she's the the tidying person the 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 life-changing life the what is it the life-changing magic of the life-changing magic of tidying and a few weeks ago and, and what <laughs> if it doesn't bring you joy, bring you joy trash spark it joy. spark joy <laughs> So somebody was telling, I, I know the book made the rounds a few years ago, and then Netflix, she, had, she was on Netflix a few a month or so ago, and somebody was telling me about it on and on and on. And on. So I, I was, 
I had some time and I was taking the day off. And so I, was, I finished a book I was reading. I go, okay, let me try Marie Kondo. I think I got through like 10 or 15 minutes of it. And I'm like, ah, I couldn't watch it. I couldn't watch it. The show is not better. The show, yeah. The book was a lot better. Okay, good. Okay, because I told my friend, I go, I watched the show. She goes, oh, no, it's awful. I was just really in a bad place that day, so I watched it. I needed to get out of my head. And I'm like, well, you should have finished the story when you told me about it. But anyway, um, yeah, so stuff. George Carlin had a routine about stuff, too. It was really good. And, you know, I, I think the one line that sticks with me from forever ago is like, got a lot of stuff, get a bigger place, got a bigger place, get more stuff. You know, it's like we live in this world of like, and then needing to let it go. So we move from one place to another and we don't have enough place and room in our new place. So we've got storage and we pay rent for our stuff. I mean, people just do that without thinking about it. But if you think about it, it's like, can you let go? Try it. You know, it's like if you have something, try it and see what it feels like. It's a great practice. I mean, it's not. I'm not saying open your drawers and you know everything. Take put all your clothes on your bed and <laughs> see what brings you joy. But you know, even with a thing, you know, now I'm much better with things that break. I'm much better. I'm there are certain certain things that I'm not great with, but there are some things that it's like oh, I can just let that go. You just let it go. Because what's it, you know, if it if it causes us discomfort, really pay attention. It's 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 an investigation. It's not you have to do this to be a good Buddhist. That's bullshit. It's about where you get caught and and freeing yourself from where you're caught. That's really what this is about. Freeing yourself. Um, uh, busyness. Anybody in here busy? Yeah. 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 Sometimes even when you don't have things to do, we're busy anyway. And I, I, I used to be, I'm less busy now, but I was, I was embarrassed to say I was busy. I mean, I'm so tired of hearing myself say I'm busy because it's like, it's what do they call it? The curse of our time. Productivity. Got to, got to go, 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 go. It's like a little bit wacky, especially if you're just kind of like, can't take a breath. It makes no sense. So, and sometimes people are addicted to it. You know, you have you have uh, empty space. It's like the stuff. You have something empty, fill it up. You know, like let there be some downtime. Can we have downtime? If you have, if you struggle with having downtime, practice having downtime. Take a morning, put an X through your calendar. Yeah, yes, yeah. You just have to, yeah, just find out for yourself what's what's challenging, what's not challenging. If people are. You know, um, if you if you have that mentality, I'm really good at filling up stuff. Like my girlfriend used to say, there's two kinds of people in the world. There's always two kinds of people in the world. Um, <laughs> so if you have a half an hour before an appointment, do you see how much you can fit into that half hour? Or do you sit and wait until the half hour is up? I'm the fit, how much can I fit? And then I'm always late and I don't get stuff done. And then my other, and my, my girlfriend was asking, she'll, she'll just sit and wait. And I'm like, so... You know, in, in, I'm not saying one is better than the other. None of this is better than the other. What causes you suffering? What's your relationship to that? That's what this is all about, how you handle what's going on. Um, FOMO, fear of missing out. 
that's hard to let go of. Greedy mind. I have the greedy mind. There's a, in the Buddhist personality types they talk about. There's the, the aversive type where you walk into a room and you go, who decorated this dump? Or the greedy type where you walk into a room and go, I want that. I'd like that. That's pretty. Where do I get that? And the, the, the um, deluded type who's like, oh, what? You have stuff? You know, so I used to think I was deluded, but now I know I'm the greedy type. And not because I'm like, want to amass great quantities of stuff, but it's like, oh, that's shiny. That's nice. Ooh, that's, I, that'll be fun. That'll be good. Or even getting, you know, into um, being helpful, you know, signing up to be part of this organization or volunteering for that. I mean, it's not bad. It's just that we get caught up in more and more and more and more. So really... Can you let go of that? Oh, if I don't do that, that means I'm, I don't care. No, it doesn't. It's about taking care of ourselves and letting go, you know. Not my circus, not my monkeys, you know. It's like I can, I can let go sometimes. It's like sometimes we have to be harsh in the way we let it go at the outset, at least to, you know, make that, that set that boundary. Um, expectations, anyone? You know, of what things should be like, of what this dinner party you're planning should be like. You know, well, they should all wear this or bring this or we should have a conversation about that and no one should get drunk or whatever. And it's like, you know, it's like we have to really be cautious about our expectations or how you have expectations about yourself. I'm sure you all should be further along in your lives than you are by now, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like silly. We have this even un, uh, below the surface expectations that we don't even, we're not even conscious of, but we're judging ourselves on. There's a critique coming from somewhere that we don't even realize because we have these expectations. So um, can you let go of those? And on the flip side of that almost is, are the limitations. Have you set limitations for yourself? Oh, I can't do that. I'll never be able to do that. No? And so you don't even, again, there's the negative, the negative narrative that's just going along, going, and you're like, oh, I just, just block that whole thing out because I have this idea. Can you let go of limitations? Nobody will ever want this. Nobody will ever do this or whatever the limitation is. Again, not even aware of it. Can you let go of it? But if it causes discomfort, this is where you start where you are. This is why you pay attention to the present time. This is why we cultivate mindfulness to say, what's going on? What's arising in this moment? Oh, there's some fear. Or there's a sense of, oh, there's a sense of not being good enough, inadequacy. Or the sense of being on the outside, the fear of being alone. We begin to define, we begin to see our stories that are driving us. That are that are that are you know pushing them pushing us along this way of doing things of these this this uh, last week I talked about the the mind that's so entangled you know so we begin to disentangle kind of um, pull out these threads and and really let go that doesn't serve you know maybe it served well at a certain point in our lives but it doesn't serve anymore. It's not necessary anymore. Can you let go of what doesn't serve? That's really the important part of this whole conversation. What doesn't serve you? 
Can you let go of it? If it's causing discomfort, can you let go of it? Yeah. Really important. And um, a pra an antidote to uh, clinging and holding on is generosity, cultivating generosity. Intentionally letting go. Yeah. Intentionally letting go. Wise generosity. You know, maybe if you have a bunch of books, you can give them to someone. If you have some clothes, you can give them to someone. Or can you uh, spend some time with people? Can you spend some time on the phone with someone who, who needs, some, uh, needs an ear? You know, can you go out to coffee with someone? Can you visit someone in the hospital? Can you pick somebody up at the, at the airport? You know, just being able to let go of our time. Let, just practice letting go in whatever way it's hard for you. But uh, generosity is, is really a, a, a practice of, of um, stopping clinging. You know, really see where you're really attached and practice the generosity. And again, like, and learn to receive the generosity of others. That's an act of generosity. I, I, I used to have a terrible time with in fact, I'd be rude to people who tried to be nice to me. Like, you know, and that was my own stuff. That, but we all have our, our, our relationships to these things. So you have to find your own way with this stuff and see what, what serves, what doesn't serve, uh, where you're stuck, what causes discomfort, where you're throwing darts at your eyeballs, you know, that, <laughs> piling them on. Really, what, what, the, what the pain is, where that, where that discomfort is. And... Um, just let go, 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 let go. It's, um, it's, it's, I think it's a, a core of the Buddha's teaching. It's let go. Let go. I, you know, it's like, okay, I'm sitting here going, oh, where am I going to tattoo that now? <laughs> you know, let go, let go, let go. 